What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and today we're going to be reviewing and talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast, a 2023 Transformers film. It is the sequel slash, I guess, reboot, in a sense, of the Transformers franchise. I believe this is a sequel to the Bumblebee movie, and it is kind of a reboot because of the last Transformers movies we got with Michael Bay aren't really canon anymore. Uh, we still have some of the same voice actors. Uh, I believe it's Peter Cullen for Optimus Prime. Um, Optimus Prime and the Autobots take on their biggest challenge yet. When a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, like always, they must team up with the powerful faction Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. Release date was June 9th, 2023. Director Steve Capel Jr., Distributed by Paramount Pictures, adapted from the Transformers and the comic books of the Transformers and the cartoons and toys. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Anthony Ramos is the main character who plays Noah. Lizzie Kashi plays Arcee. Pete Davidson plays Mirage. Peter Cullen plays Optimus Prime. Ron Perlman all plays Optimus Primal. Michelle Yeoh is Air Razor. And uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, plays Reek. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about this really quick. This is not going to be a long review. Um... I have had a very love-hate relationship with the Transformers movies. I grew up on the Michael Bay Transformers films, which, in my opinion, the CGI still holds up to this day, which is a good thing because it's really hard now not to notice bad CGI. I don't know what it is that people notice. I think a lot of it just has to do with the VFX workers being uh, having so many time constraints to be able to get a project out that they're not able they're able just to make the surface level of things look good, and then some stuff in the background or some stuff that are even details don't look good at all. So. When you go back and watch the old Michael Bay Transformer movies, there's a lot of tasteless things in them. There is a lot of product placement, which I believe that's what those movies basically are. It's just product placement with a script. And they just want you to buy cars, toys. That's been the whole base around the Transformers franchise is to get you to buy toys because they sell so many of these toys. It's just unbelievable. Hasbro has just made millions and millions and millions upon toys selling to little kids. I used to buy Transformers toys when I was a kid. It was really cool. Like... My uncle, I guarantee, has Transformers toys way from way, way, way back when. And all these collectors probably have all these old school toys of Transformers that Hasbro had created. Hasbro is one of the biggest toy line companies that has ever existed. So, anytime they make one of these movies, now I just look at it like, oh yeah, they're just going to try to sell toys. So, it's not really, I don't know, I, I, this, these movies when they come out now aren't as exciting as they once were. Like, after I saw Transformers the last night... I kind of gave up on Transformers. I never saw Bumblebee. Didn't really care to see it. Some people said it was pretty good. I didn't care enough to see it uh, when this movie was coming out. I was like, you know what? I'll go see it with my godbrother. I asked him if he wanted to go see it. We went and saw it. It was pretty decent. It wasn't like the best thing ever. Um, we follow the main character of Noah, who is basically trying to make ends meet and try to find his way in the world. He's played by Anthony Ramos. And I'm going to be completely honest. I did not give a single shit about any of the human characters at all. My favorite character in this whole movie was probably Pete Davidson's Mirage. I like Pete Davidson. I think he's funny. And I think that he was actually excellent and a perfect choice to play a Transformer. And even um, starring the main role as a Transformer, as Mirage. I think that he did great. I just, I don't know what it is. I think his voice is just made to be a Transformer voice. I thought that was great. I thought it was awesome. He's my favorite part of the film. Everything he did was funny. Everything he did I thought was great. Um, other than that, I really don't care about anybody else in the film, if I'm being honest. Optimus Primal was cool, which was like that ape, uh, the I don't know, that ape Transformer. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, 
Like I, I've grown just to not really care for these movies too much because I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There is parts of this film that I was falling asleep on just because I'm like, oh my god, like this is just boring exposition. I don't really care. I don't care about Anthony Ramos's character Noah. I don't care about uh, Lisa Kashi's character RC. I don't care about that. I don't care about them. I didn't like them. They didn't, they didn't come off appealing to me at all whatsoever. I think the part maybe where Noah gets like a transformer suit of his own was kind of cool. That was like straight out of the cartoons. Um, but other than that, I really didn't care for much else in this film. Like the only cool, I told everybody who's seen, who's going to see this film, if you're going to go watch this film, don't go to watch it for the human characters. You're just going to, you're not going to enjoy them. You're going to enjoy the transformer fights only. Now that may just seem like something that you would kind of already think about going into a transformer film. I just want to let people know, like, look, these human characters are fucking boring. I don't care about their issues. I don't care about their problem. I have no connection to these characters whatsoever. They have maybe tried to get that connection going. I didn't care. Like, I didn't care that Noah's brother was sick. He had, like, some sort of sickle cell or sickle cell, I, I believe, what he had. And he was sick. He wasn't dying, but he was, like, sick. And I'm just like, why am I supposed to care about this kid? I've never met this kid before at all in this franchise. This is just, oh, yeah, he has a sick brother. Feel bad for him. I, I don't know. Like, I just didn't care. Like, it, I don't know. There's no buildup. There was nothing. It was just, oh, yeah, here's Noah. He doesn't really, can't really get a job. Here's his brother who is sick with sickle cell. And I'm just like, okay, I, I don't, I don't understand the point. I, I, I don't, okay, I get the point. I, it did not come across to make me feel bad at all whatsoever. Just saying. So, the Transformers were the only cool parts of the film. I'm glad that we opened up. I believe, I'm not sure what planet it was. Maybe it was planet Earth. It might have been planet Earth before uh, all, everybody came here or whatever the hell it was. We got to see the Maximals. I thought that was kind of cool. Everything else, though, like the fight scenes are the only things I'm looking, I was looking forward to. Noah basically is trying to hustle and trying to, you know, find his way in the world and, you know, help provide for his family because his mom is struggling. Okay, a very admirable story, very admirable character traits from Noah. I still didn't give a fuck about him. There were parts in this film where Anthony Ramos, his acting was just really just like not convincing at all. There was a part where he was falling like, it, what did he say? He said to Lisa or, or RC, whatever her name is, they were like in Machu Picchu or something like that. And, like, something happened. He goes, are you okay? Like, he's trying to comfort her. I'm like, bro, why do you care? She don't care about you. Like, she doesn't care about you. Why are you trying to pretend like you care about her? Like, this is so weird, so unexpected, so unearned. I don't understand, like, the th what they do with these Transformer films. They always try to force some sort of relationship in the film. It's got to be a love relationship. It's got to be something. Now, they didn't, I don't remember them kissing or doing anything or anything like that. But it's just like, why are you even teasing this sort of crap? Why do we always got to have a guy and a girl together? Oh my God, they're going to fall in love? Why are they fall in love? No, I don't want, I'm tired of seeing that in these Transformers films. It to me just does not, it just reminds me of the old crappy formula that Michael Bay used to do in the old ones where it was, whether it was fucking Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox again, Shia LaBeouf and some blonde Australian English chick, whatever her name was. And then what we had, um, Mark Wahlberg's daughter and the fast driver guy. And then was it the next one? Mark Wahlberg and some English girl. Like, I don't, I'm tired of just the formulaic, just like, there's got to be a relationship. There's got to be something. Like, no, I don't care. These films, honestly, if they took out the human characters of these films, I think that these films would be a lot better if it was just centered around the Transformers and no humans at all. Like, I've been waiting for a movie on Cybertron or something 
that we can deal with where it's just like, okay, cool. We, we, we got to like, you know, we're going to deal with some Cybertron stuff. We're not dealing with any humans. I'm just tired of the humans in the Transformer movies. They just exhaust me. They don't drive me in to care about them at all. Like, out of all of them, Noah was probably the best, and that is not saying much at all. I didn't give a shit about Mark Wahlberg. I didn't give a shit about his daughter in the film. I didn't give a shit about her fast driver fucking boyfriend in the other film. I didn't give a shit about... Uh, like, at the time when I was a kid, I honestly didn't give a fuck about Sam Witwicky, whatever the hell his name was, uh, Shia LaBeouf. I didn't care about... I like, I like Shia LaBeouf, but I didn't care about him at all. I didn't care about Megan Fox. I was a kid. I'm like, wow, she's hot. But, like, uh, uh, that's it. Like, I was, it was, like, seven years old when I saw that film. I was like, oh, my God, Megan Fox is so hot. And then this one kid in my class is like, Megan Fox is ugly. And then, like, it just ruined my perspective on Megan Fox. I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't like her anymore. But even after that, I didn't care about them. I don't care about these human characters. Noah, like I said, I, I guess, like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really invested in his story, you know, and it's just, like I said, I just think we need Transformers films where we just follow the Transformers, like, and if anything, we could do time period films, like, I thought when they showed in, was it Age of Extinction or The Last Night, it was one, or was it The Dark of the Moon, it was one of them where they showed uh, Bumblebee, they showed Bumblebee, like, fighting the Nazis. I thought that was cool. I'm like, man, can we get a film about Bumblebee fighting the Nazis? That'd be sick. And then the Bumble movie came out, Bumblebee movie came out, and I heard there wasn't fighting any Nazis in there. So I'm like, eh, I don't really want to see it. I don't really care. This, this franchise has kind of just drained me already of caring about it. And that's their fault. Like, that's not, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take any blame for not wanting to really give a crap about these Transformers films because they have given me no reason to give a crap about them. Peter Cullen as, trans, as Optimus Prime is cool. I thought it was a little weird in this film. I'm, uh, I don't care about them. I don't care about the humans. I just care about shaving my race. And then I love the humans and blah, blah, blah. And like, eh, it was whatever to me. Like, they, what did they do? They did a fake out. They had Bumblebee die in this film. And I was just like, okay, he's not dead. <laughs> like, I, I'm not stupid. Like, for a little kid, maybe, oh my God, Bumblebee's dead. But I'm just like, yeah, Bumblebee's not dying. They're bringing him back. Bumblebee is probably one of their most sold toys for Hasbro, they're not going to kill Bumblebee off in this franchise at all, and they killed off Pete Davidson's Mirage in this film, and he came back at the end too, so, like, nobody dies really in these, like, uh, one thing I will say about Dark of the Moon is they killed off, or Dark of the Moon and, and Age of Extinction, they did kill off a couple of Transformers, they killed, uh, Shockwave in Dark of the Moon, they killed Ironhide, they killed, what the hell was that old man's name, uh, uh, Sentinel Prime, who's, like, begging for his life, they killed Megatron in damn near almost every film, like, I have no reason to really, like, under, to really believe, oh my god, Bumblebee's dead, like, it, there's no reason to believe it, if you watch these films, you know that there's a pattern, someone's usually gonna die, whether it's Optimus, whether it's Megatron, whether it's anybody else, and they're just gonna come back right away, whether it's Sam, Sam Witwicky dies in, in uh, Revenge of the Fallen, then he gets resurrected by these Transformer gods, I don't, like, weird, I don't know, like, nobody's ever really gone, nobody really dies, except if you're a side character that nobody cares about, like, if you're, like, a Ratchet or an Ironhide, nah, you're, you're dead, Bo, you're, like, nobody's, like, nobody cares if you don't come back, I, I remember watching Age of Extinction and seeing Ratchet die and be like, holy crap, they just fucking butchered ratchet like god damn and but that's about it like those are the only ones that really die just side characters nobody else like 
Jet, Jet, Jetfire, whatever his name was, that old Transformer in Revenge of the Fallen, I should show you, the old Jet, rips his fucking heart out and just kills himself, like, <laughs> uh, that would have been funny to see that in this film, like, Optimus, I'm ripping my heart out, it's just, I don't know, these films to me don't really have any weight to them, like, the only thing, like, in this film that, like, kind of made me, like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen at the end, is just, like, I was waiting for the end, I think it was either the post credit scene, or just the ending of the film, but, but that's one of the things when it comes to modern Hollywood. And it's, it's just been a staple with these Transformers movies in general. Is that they're, just, they're notoriously bad films. If you just stay for the Transformer fights, you're probably going to have a good time. But if you go into these expecting good writing, uh, cohesive storytelling, and something new, you're not really going to get it. There's always some sort of world-ending threat in these films. There's always like, oh my god, it's a giant spaceship. It's a giant planet. It's a giant whatever god from another planet like it's just always something world ending to where it's just like jesus christ how many world ending things are going to be in these films it's oh it's got to be every single one oh okay that's why my thing is like i don't know why they don't just make like a live action or an anime like i don't know a live action or a semi-animated transformer show with these actors and just like you know find us some sort of different art style to use not something too cartoony not something too realistic but something in between use the same voice actors and then tell a cohesive story that way and build up to these films to me that's the best way in my opinion that they can revive this franchise versus doing a big a movie with the world ending threat every three years because right now it's just gotten stale to me, and it's been stale for a long time. Some people, it's been stale ever since the first Transformers movie came out in 2007. And at the time, that was like a big thing. Oh my god, Transformers is getting a film? Jesus Christ. But the films have just been riddled with, you know, shitty female characters. And when I say shitty female characters, I just mean like the, st like the stereotypical... Like, like just a slut, stereotypical car slut, dresses slutty and stuff like that. And that was purposely done by Michael Bay, just to let you know. That's not me saying that. That was purposely done by Michael Bay to appeal to male audiences. And he thought for some reason it would appeal to female audiences, but it really didn't. It just made the women in the film seem like dumb, dumbasses. And then you got like the old ones with like Sam Wiki, who's like not charming at all. Shia LaBeouf is a great actor, but they just made... They made Shia LaBeouf's character just some bumbling, quirky idiot in all the films who screams for no reason. Then you go to Mark Wahlberg, who is this guy living in the country with a Boston accent, which makes no sense whatsoever. He has some stupid, annoying daughter and then some guy. I, I, drive, I drive cars. That's, that's, that's all my personality is I drive cars and blah, blah, blah. And then what, what happens in the next one? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. I got my hair a little bit longer this time, but I'm also going to be you know, doing stuff, I'm working with the Transformers now, I have my own junkyard with the Transformers, like, I don't give a fuck, like, these, I, they have picked the, the worst leading people for these Transformers films, that way, like, when I see a character like Noah, who is, I guess, refreshing in the sense of, like, it's something different, it's not some actor that, like, I don't know, it just feels miscast. Shia LaBeouf wasn't a world-renowned name when he did the Transformer films. He was, like, still coming up in Hollywood, but you watch those films, and you're just like, what is this character? It's a miscast. Same thing with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg was a well-known actor when he was putting the Transformer films back in, like, 2014. And it's just, at the time, it's kind of just like, okay, like, I don't... I'm supposed to believe Mark Wahlberg. Okay, okay, sure, whatever. 
Like, one of the best scenes in this franchise, the Transformers franchise in general, is when Optimus Prime uh, is driving in the desert, and you hear him in, the, in Age of Extinction when he's, like, all rusted up, and you hear him go, calling all Autobots, calling all Autobots. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the Autobot logo <laughs> pops up. Like, that's probably one of the coolest scenes that I've seen in Transformers. Uh, when he goes to meet all the other uh, remaining Autobots. That was a cool scene, okay? There have been, trust me, there have been some cool fucking scenes in this franchise. But they don't, to me, how you say, they don't make up for all the shittiness in this franchise. Like, I'll go through each film except Bumblebee, and I'll probably name off a cool scene in each of them, except maybe The Last night. I don't really give a fuck about anything in those films, in that film. So a cool scene in the first movie has got to be when all the Transformers land on Earth and everybody is like uh, meeting Sam for the first time. That's a cool scene because that's the first time we get to see Optimus Prime in live action, like actual Optimus Prime besides just seeing the truck. Uh, we also get cool scenes from that film, Megatron escaping. That stuff is cool. He has somewhat of a, I think Hugo Weaving is voicing him at the time. He has somewhat of a menacing, menacing voice. So does Starscream. Starscream has somewhat of a menacing voice. And then, and that's a cool scene. And then what the fight scene at the end with him and Optimus Prime, that is always cool. Just seeing destruction everywhere. Bone Crusher getting the, just dismantled by Optimus Prime in the first film. That scene is cool. See how I'm remembering all the Transformer names? I remember this shit. I was a kid. Um, Revenge of the Fallen has the cool scene where, um, Optimus gets all Jetfire's parts and be, and like comes alive again. That scene is cool. He comes back to life and just fucks everybody up, fucks up Megatron, fucks up Starscream, who sounds like a bitch in the films after the first one. And we got the forest scene from the second movie where it's just Optimus going off on all the other, um, uh, Decepticons. That's a cool ass scene. And then Megatron sneaks up behind him and calls him weak. He freaking stabs him with his blade gun. You're so weak. And he just blasts him through his chest. But it's like, dude, you snuck up behind him. You were getting your ass handed to you when you had all these other fucking, um, Decepticons behind you and you get your ass handed to you at the end of this film or in the, in the film. Um, Dark of the Moon. I just think the whole Chicago scene where they're all like just fighting and stuff. I think that was cool. A lot of that stuff was cool. Um, I, I don't know. Going to space was cool in that film. Other than that, not really much else. Uh, Age of Extinction. When anytime Lockdown is on screen, Lockdown's the bounty hunter. Anytime Lockdown is on screen, especially when he when he enters through all the smoke after he shoots Optimus Prime on the freeway, that scene is a cool scene where he has his badass walk and he's walking through the smoke and through the clouds. That scene is cool. Um. I don't really can't think of anything for the last night. I don't really give a fuck about that film. And then this one, any scene with Pete Davidson, the Maximals are cool. And then a lot of the fight scenes at the end is pretty cool. And that's really about it. Um, I don't really have much. I'm, on, I'm not going to lie. I've gone off on a tangent on the other Transformers films, what I did and I didn't like about them. Because for me, if I'm being completely honest, I just don't give a shit enough about this film to even really go over everything, and I don't want to, I don't remember a lot of shit from this film, a lot of it was very forgettable, the fight scenes are cool, the fight scenes are cool, Bumblebee, like, the only things you really need to know, Noah's the main character, he's trying to find his way in life, he's trying to basically find a way to help support his mom and his brother, who is sick, he is not really getting a lot of luck, he's kind of getting screwed over a lot, he ends up uh, getting a Transformer with the name of Mirage, which is Pete Davidson, Bumblebee dies, Pete Davidson introduces all of them to, um, introduces Noah to all the other Transformers, Optimus doesn't really want to help them, he doesn't really care about the humans, 
the Maximals are in hiding after all these years. They end up going to find the Maximals, each one by one. And each of the Transformers keeps getting like, I don't know. Like I don't. I really. I just really don't know what to say. Like that's, I doesn't really. I don't really care about most of the other details of the of the film. It's not really that important, if I'm being honest. But at the end of the day, all of the Transformers end up winning. Uh, uh, the good guys win. The Autobots win in a giant CGI battle. Noah. They do a fake out of Mirage's death. Mirage comes back at the end, and he's like I said, Pete Davidson's just like Pete Davidson's the highlight of this film. Pete Davidson is the highlight of this film as Mirage. I thought he was great. And then we have um, the ending, which is the G.I. Joe crossover that we were not expecting. Nobody really cares about anyway because G.I. Joe is another dead franchise from Hasbro and I believe um, Paramount Pictures as well. This is all just to sell toys, if I'm being honest. Like, most of the people don't even know who G.I. Joe is. Most of the younger audiences don't know. Now, that may be a good thing because they can get introduced to it in a different way versus the crappy films that we've gotten. Um, like, people from the 80s and 90s were probably excited. Like, oh, my God, G.I. Joe. And, like, that's awesome. That's so cool. I don't really care. Um, I would have been more excited. You know, I would have been more excited if we saw Vin Diesel and the Fast Family show up as a crossover like we've been seeing in the memes online. That would have been funny. That would have been cool. I don't care. Like, at this point, the all of the members of the Fast Family and the Fast and the Furious franchise are all basically... 007 agents anyway so why the fuck not why the fuck not just like have them all in one franchise together just fucking shit up like that'd be cool but yeah the ending of the film they tease uh gi joe uh, i guess they're gonna be partnering up with the transformers i guess i don't really care like i said it's all just to sell toys it's all just to sell toys there's not really anything i'm looking forward to but uh, am i gonna watch the next film probably am i gonna talk about it on here probably so we'll just wait for that whenever that comes out in the next two to three years because um, there's a writer's strike going on in Hollywood right now and I don't know what's going to happen with all these other films that are supposed to be coming out or be written. So anyway, guys, that's all I really have to say about this Transformers movie, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, you want to watch it yourself, go watch it yourself, gauge your own opinion. Like I said, I don't really care about anything except the Transformers fights. Pete Davidson's Mirage, that's about it. Maximals are cool, yeah, I guess. I'm not getting any toys from this. I don't want any toys from this god-awful franchise but uh anyway guys thank you for listening to this episode thank you for listening to this review this has been the no limit lab i'm your host eloy and have a great night